Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 67, which we are recording on Tuesday, July 22nd, 2014. How are you, Charlene? I am doing good. It's been an exciting two weeks since we last recorded. Thrill-packed, lots of exciting things. Well, probably more for me than you. You are still recovering. I'm still recovering. So. But you look so much better today than the last time I saw I you. I feel so much better. Look... I can't believe I recorded two weeks ago, to be honest. I can't honest. believe you did either. <laughs> you were not looking 100% that day, but you are now. I, I feel so much better this week. And thank you, everybody, for the well wishes. Um I'm on the way to recovery. Excellent. So. <laughs> so what are you wearing in your newly recovered self? I am wearing my February lady sweater again, <laughs> which I, if you're a regular listener of the podcast, you know that I wear this sweater frequently. I wear this one an awful lot. So I'm not going to talk about the sweater per se, but one thing I do want to tell you guys about is the yarn. The yarn is Cotton Ease by Lion Brand. And this yarn was originally knit into a sweater called, oh, I'm blanking out. I had it. It's a Bon Marie Burn sweater. Sitcom chic. Sitcom chic. Thank you very much. And this is the yarn that was called for for that sweater. That's a knitty pattern. It's a knit. I it's knit, a free pattern yep, from knitting. Knit and I wore that sweater so much that basically I just got tired of it. I I also knit it, I think I knit it either when I was pregnant or right after I had had a baby. So I felt, once I got a little bit smaller again, I felt like it was too big. So I subsequently ripped it out. The yarn became this sweater that I'm wearing today, my February lady sweater. And this week I did something to it that I wasn't sure <laughs> What was going to happen? I tossed this in this in the washing machine. And I mean, I did not wash it on delicate. I just threw it in with a load of laundry because I always joke that this yarn is indestructible. indestructible. Right. It came it out. It looks beautiful. Perfect. It looks really good. It came out perfect. I am not kidding. I wish you guys could see this because it's not pilled. It's not stretched. I am shocked. It looks, well, I was thinking it looks, I was wondering what you had done to it when you said that, because I was thinking it looks healthier than the last time I saw you wear yes. it. Like, yeah. Well, it's really clean. <laughs> <laughs> it's really clean. And, you know, I, I, like I said, I threw it in the washing machine, not on delicate, just on regular cycle with a load of clothes, all blue clothes. It's a blue sweater. And then I didn't put it in the dryer. I just laid it flat to dry. It was a really warm day. So I laid it out outside and it looks beautiful. If you want a yarn that's apparently going to last through the ages, I'm going to have to recommend this because well, it's amazing. I've made amazing. a couple of baby sweaters in that thinking washability, you know, helpful for a new mother kind of thing. It's the great choice. Maybe I that. will knit a sweater in that because me and my cotton search. I didn't enjoy knitting with it that much, but if you're going to get a sweater that's super, super wearable and indestructible, this is a great choice. Yeah. I was thinking this would, I, I'm going to recommend this for blankets too. Yes. Because yeah. you could use this for a kid's blanket, throw it in the wash. You can, I think it's supposed to be machine dryable as well. I did not do that with mine because 
I knew it would dry very quickly, and I did want to make sure that it stayed in its shape. But I have to say, this oh. yarn... It doesn't it come in about a zillion colors, too? It doesn't. The colors... Oh. The colors are have always been my issue with this yarn. When I first got it, like I said, I purchased it because it was the recommended yarn for the original sweater, Sitcom Chic. And I had a really hard time picking colors. It's not... It, well, let me get to... Let's see. It is a 50% cotton, 50% acrylic, Aran White yarn. And I had a hard time choosing colors because there weren't a lot of colors I liked at the time they were mostly lighter colors pastel, this is a baby pastel kind of, yeah. yeah this is a, a light blue which is probably not a color i would pick today but it is a color that i can wear over the summer a lot and then they lion brand stopped making this yarn for a while i don't remember how long and then they reintroduced the line and when they reintroduced the line of course they brought in new colors and i just looked at the colors this morning and it looks like now they have some darker colors which i like better and we're going to pause for the door and thus is recording in the summertime <laughs> knocking on doors and having all the fun we are back right. so i was saying that when they reintroduced the line, they brought in some new colors, some darker colors, I believe. And I think part of the issue is that I don't think it's a mercerized cotton, so I think the colors are limited mm -hmm. to what they can dye. I don't know much about dyeing cotton, but I know that mercerized cotton has much brighter colors than non-mercerized cotton. But like I said, if you want a yarn that's apparently indestructible, <laughs> this is a good choice. So that's it for me. How about you? What are you wearing today? Today I am once again wearing my Liesl tunic, which like Charlene in her February lady sweater, I wear this rather frequently. Really glad I knit it. It was very funny. Stephanie, who is soulmate on Ravelry, I was fortunate enough to spend one rapid overnight in San Francisco a couple weekends ago with Stephanie, my mom, and Carol, who is CD and Carol on Ravelry. And Stephanie knit this tunic several years ago and said it was her least favorite FO of all time. Really? And I think she even ripped ripped it out, frogged the whole thing. And she was laughing. She said, I was laughing so hard when you said you liked yours. <laughs> and I will even have you know, today I walked out of my bedroom and my son looked at me and he said, that top looks really cute on you, Mommy. It's like, right on. My son doesn't usually comment on my clothes, so way to go with the hand knit. So this is by Coco Knits, and it is knit in the 100% cotton fingering weight yarn by Toluca Knit, and it's their Coronado cotton in a beautiful tonal gray, and it's so comfortable. Again, cotton yarn, mm -hmm. and I really love it. I will definitely buy this yarn again. I was looking for it online yesterday, and they only sell it in one store, so they didn't have colors or stock or anything on the website. But if she if, did, the dyer doesn't sell it direct. No, she sells it through a yarn store in Whittier, California. I can't oh, remember the name of the yarn store. So we saw her when she had a booth at, at an event. Yeah. So you just need to contact her, find out when she's going to be someplace again. Yes, exactly. That's probably what I will do because yeah. I'd like to see the colors in person. Yes. I remember she had a beautiful blue the that I loved. Turquoisey blue? Yeah. yeah. And I got a skein of her lace weight 
cotton. Oh, that's right. And then I bought the two skeins of this, and I will definitely knit with this again. So and I'm now really that I've seen it. how it knits up, I would like to try some too. Yeah, it's fantastic. It, it's looks great well and if i remember it was very affordable too so hmm. that's another plus definitely so we're both wearing comfy cotton favorite knits that's pretty cool <laughs> summertime in santa cruz yep and it actually was drizzly in santa cruz last night and today i heard we got lightning last night we did that's what my neighbor said i didn't hear any thunder because i was hearing the whimpering of our new puppy <laughs> so that's what was keeping me awake last night but other than that, what have you been stocking? I am stocking a couple of things. The first one is a bottom-up, knit bottom-up top that I added to my queue just a couple weeks ago, I think. It's called Whispers, and it's by Vera Valimaki. I love that top. And it's got, it's, it is, it's so really cute. cute. Like I said, it's bottom up. I believe it's knit in the round, but I'm not positive about that. So it could be in pieces or knit in the round. And it has these little, what I kind of, what I call fluttery sleeves. The sleeve has a slit up the side. The center of the, the, center of the sleeve. Of sleeve. The outside of the sleeve. So the sleeve kind of flutters down your arm and I'm very feminine really very feminine and let's see the top also has little gathers around the the bodice which i like and it's knit in tosh merino light it was published in the spring issue of amarisu let's see and i may cast this one on soon did it's i really say it's, it's knit in tosh merino light and so i have couple skeins of that i think it takes two skeins Ooh, which color are you going to use i was thinking about composition notebook or... no the i can't remember the name it's... <laughs> it'll come to you it's a pale purple no <laughs> <laughs> kind oh, of a lavender the new one you got yeah um, i can't remember the name of it right now yeah it, it was odd because we ordered this at the store that i work and it came, mis it actually came mislabeled. Right. There were two batches of Tosh Merino Light. Spectrum was one of them, or no, it was... It was... Vishnu. Vishnu. And the yarn that I wanted came labeled as Vishnu, which it clearly was, was not, clearly was not <laughs> Vishnu, because Vishnu is a very bright, vibrant color. So, And then we looked at the Vishnu, and the Vishnu was mislabeled with the yarn, with the tags that should have been on my yarn. So fortunately, we knew what we were looking at and were able to switch them. And everybody was happy. And with everybody the got end what result. they good, right? Because both of them were special orders. Right, that's what I remembered. So that was the the box of Madeline Tosh that was delivered to the store where Charlene works. That when I got there less than twenty four hours after it arrived, it had not even been marked for sale. All of it was spoken for. <laughs> it was amazing. Well, not all of it, but Almost a lot of it. it. I'm really stunned that there are, are still. A few skeins of magenta, stargazer, some really pretty colors left. Yes, they were pretty. Yeah. So. I don't think there was enough, like a sweater's quantity worth to entice me. So <laughs> I stood back. I was, I was a very good girl. So that was Whispers by Vera Valimaki. The second, second item I've been stocking is a cardigan called the Yellow Brick Road Cardi by Ella Torrente. And that is a button front cardigan knit in worsted weight 
with a lace motif around the yoke. It's a pretty basic cardigan, close fitting, buttoned all the way down the front, buttons all the way down the front. The yarn choices, well, the yarn suggested is Malabrigo Rios or Tosh DK, so something of like weight. There are Rios lots of... and DK are the same weight? I would have thought Rios was much heavier weight than Tosh DK. I get about the same gauge with them. Really? Yeah. Huh, interesting. Because okay. I get the DK, I find... I can knit that at a worsted weight just fine. Cool. Whereas the vintage, I often knit that at a, more of an Aran weight. Okay. Because I think of Rios as being almost Aran weight, too. Maybe mm. I'm not really? Um, it could be. might be a little loose. It depends. <laughs> Sorry. I started to derail you on that one. No, that's okay. That's okay. So clearly, I'm also, despite the fact that you know, Whispers is very lightweight, summery top i'm clearly thinking ahead to fall knits with the cardigans because the third thing that i've been somewhat stalking but just thinking about is the lush cardigan which is very popular on ravelry by tin can knits it's also a button front cardigan with a lace motif around the yoke i believe that one is also in worsted weight maybe it's in something lighter I can't remember. quite remember. And do you have say? any Pantone fall colors in mind for either of those two cardigans? Oh, good question. I should, but I <laughs> haven't gotten so far <laughs> as to thinking about yarns. Huh. That's a really good question. I have see, I've had yeah, I've had some trouble matching up yarns and patterns lately. So I just that's why I'm working on this right now. <laughs> Which is beautiful. So that's all I am stocking. How about you? Okay, I'm still stocking Hito Fude. I know I sound like a broken record, <laughs> but when we recorded last time, I was about ready to cast on the sweater that's in my lap right now that is nearing completion, and Hito Fude will be the next cast on that I have, or that I do, probably. So Hito Fude is high up on the stocking list, soon to be cast on. Next would be Let Your Heart Unwind, which is the recent shawl pattern by Hohi Locatelli that she designed for Unwind Brighton, the Fiber Festival in Brighton, England that happened a weekend or two ago. And I'm still trying to decide what skein of yarn I'm going to use for that shawl, but I have other projects at home that need to be finished before I cast on another shawl. So that's, <laughs> I'm stalking it, but that's probably not going to be cast on anytime in the near future. So my stocking is very limited this time. Now I've been focusing more on my knitting, less on stocking just to get things finished. <laughs> so I've been pretty darn monogamous and focused lately. Had some airplane knitting time. My, oh, I right. took a whirlwind trip to work in Dallas and my flights were delayed both directions. So I knit a whole lot of sweater in three days, <laughs> thanks to travel delays, which was fabulous for my knitting, not so fabulous for patience, but that's just how it is sometimes. So what are you knitting? 
Interesting that you mentioned let your heart unwind. I did start mine. You did? I did. I didn't, <gasps> I didn't bring it that. out. I'll bring it out later on after we finish. I started mine in Zen Yarn Garden Serenity Silk Ooh, Plus, you are using that color. which Yay. is 75% merino, 15% cashmere, and 10% silk in an in indigo color. It's 100% beautiful. Yes, it's lovely to knit. I'm expecting the indigo yarn to bleed although it really hasn't your fingers aren't blue well they're not blue and it hasn't really haven't noticed needles? it i thought it was going to stain the needles and it looks like my needles might be a little darker because i'm using uh, bamboo needles i should mention that and sometimes dark indigo colors will stain bamboo needles it doesn't look bad so maybe it won't bleed so much every time i see the word indigo mm -hmm. i think whatever it is is going to bleed so do i but I can't, to be honest, I don't know if this was necessarily actually indigo bled or indigo dyed. So it's just very dark and purpley and rich. And I it's really beautiful. Love it. yeah, it's <laughs> so I think it's going to be a beautiful shawl. I love the pattern. I'm also working on Inner Peace by Hohi Locatelli, but I have not, I think I'm about 50% finished with that. That, that shawl is knit lengthwise so you reach a point yeah where you have to figure out where you hit the yarn at 50 percent and decide if you add in an extra section or not so that stalled me out on that because i need to do that i need to weigh my yarn before i go on but you weighed it before you started too, i weighed right? it before yeah. i started i just need to know if i'm doing a couple of repeats in there or if I'm not mm -hmm. which is dependent upon how much yarn right. you have right. where you are in the pattern when you reach 50% and where you want to be that kind of thing because the two sides need to be symmetrical mm -hmm. I think the autumn blush shawl that she designed that I knit was a similar construction if I'm remembering correctly oh, okay. so yeah yeah same thing the third thing that I kind of cryptically mentioned earlier was that I cast on another February lady sweater, <laughs> oddly enough, because I wear my first one all the time. Although actually this is, this will be the third one that I've knit. The second one I knit in wool and I've since given that one away. And this one I also cast on in wool. It is Miss Babs Yowza in a lovely warm gray color tonal warm gray which is going to be a great summer cover-up and i bought this yarn let's see in february of 2013 at stitches intending to knit another pattern and i actually did cast on the other pattern didn't really like how it was starting in that i only got a couple of inches on it ripped it out and just decided just go for it because I always say I should make another one of you these do. sweaters because I wear it all the time and I've had this yarn so I'm going to do it. I only have one skein of the Yowza so it's going to be a small version of this sweater. It's probably going to be a little short and it's going to have short sleeves which is fine because like I mentioned I just want it to be a little cover-up for over tank tops or t-shirts in the summertime well and i just noticed are you modifying it to be stockinette on the body instead I, of garter to conserve yarn i am okay. i the the yoke part of the sweater as written 
is in garter stitch and you can stockinette stitch doesn't pull up as much so I'm knitting it in stockinette stitch hopefully to get a little more length so I'm doing different increases than the pattern called for as well and I'm knitting let's see I may modify the rate of increase as well because I probably won't want the sleeves to be as big around another oh, right. another way to conserve yarn yeah <laughs> so it. we'll see how it goes it's and it was necessary for me to knit a top-down sweater I should mention with this yarn because I wanted to get as much sweater as possible and I felt like I knew how to make that work with the top-down construction better so I'm really loving the way this is turning out it's really pretty. stockinette and this Miss Babs yarn is just lovely and soft yeah, it looks heavenly. It yeah. just, it, I told Charlene it kind of reminds me of button mushrooms. <laughs> it's really pretty. It's really nice. Very nice. So how about you? What are you knitting? All right. So I said I've been knitting on one thing exclusively since we last recorded, and that is the Magnolia cardigan. That is a design by Hohi Locatelli, and it's being test knit right now. And it is fantastic. You can go look on her project page. She has a project in Ravelry for this sweater. So it's not a secret test knit or anything. As she said in the interview, she prefers to be able to speak about her test knit. Mm -hmm. So this one is fantastic top down. For anyone who has knit her lipstick sweater, similar construction, wherein you start with a provisional cast on and you knit the back and there's short row shaping and then you unravel the provisional cast on to do the fronts. And this one has garter stitch at the very top and then the rest is in stockinette. It is a longer sweater. I knit mine, so it's going to be, after it's blocked, it'll be slightly below my bottom. And it is in Western Sky Knits Single Ply Fingering Superwash Merino in a colorway called Violetta that is phenomenal. It is so pretty. And interestingly enough, another person who's test knitting this sweater, her name is Violetta. Oh, really? Isn't that odd? I thought you were going to say is using the same yarn. No, and I was no, no, say, no, no. That would be uncanny. <laughs> well, Hohe knit hers in Western Sky Knits in the base called Magnolia, thus the right. name of the sweater. And I'm using Western Sky Knits, but a different base. And I just love it. I really, really love it. And I went shopping for button band ribbon and buttons the other day. And surprisingly for me, I chose brown because there is a lot of brown in the yarn and it just went perfectly with the it yarn. Goes perfectly. And I'm really, really happy with it. I am on the third sleeve. Yes, I said third. <laughs> I knit the first sleeve according to the pattern, which had you drop down a needle size. And I think that's because of the nature of the sweater. It has a slightly oversized yoke and thus you'd want the sleeves to be a little more snug. So I knit most of the first sleeve and it was a little too snug for me. So I knit the second sleeve, two needle sizes larger, liked that much better. So I ripped out the first sleeve and I'm re-knitting it with the larger needle. So I am, what, approximately 10% through the sleeve. I will probably have the sleeves finished in the next two days. And then you pick up the button band and it has buttons. It's a v-neck. I should have mentioned that. It's a v-neck and it has a lot of buttons because it's a longer sweater. So I'm hoping I'll have it done and maybe if I'm lucky and focused, blocked by the end of the weekend. So I'm focused because like I said, I've been monogamous. I'm really happy with it and it's going to be one of those 
great throw it on and wear it around the house all the time sweaters. Mm -hmm. So very excited about this. It's been a very, very fun knit and really helped kill the time with the travel delays. Delayed flights, Mm -hmm. yes. And I also still have on the needles my color craving shawl, which I have not touched since the last episode. I hang my head in shame. (laughs) (laughs) A Hint of Summer, the top I'm knitting by Isabel Kramer, and the Viajant shawl slash cowl slash poncho garment by Martina Beam. And it's my plan, because I don't like having a lot of whips hanging over my head. When I finish this this weekend, I hope to next pick up color craving, because that's the closest to finished in the stack of whips at home, and then... There's another one that'll be my focus, but I'll let Charlene talk about her FOs because that kind of pinpoint laser focused my focus. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to what have we finished? Well, Gail mentioned her Viagent by Martina Beam, and I have finished mine. I'm going to reach over And it's here. so pretty. Pick it up. It's really, really I pretty. I knit mine in a yarn from Miss Babs called Kilimanjaro. It is blue face luster. Yes, it right? is. Yeah. 100%. Super washy, but blue face luster. I don't remember that part. correctly. And I absolutely love the way it feels. Oh, I love this so yarn. It's so pretty. This yarn. So Vigent is a poncho or a shawl that is knit in the round with a triangular point that you can wear to the front, to the side, to the back. When we were at Stitches, a lot of the ladies who were working in the Miss Babs booth were wearing this garment and they were wearing the point on the side with the the cowl neck all floofed up and Mm -hmm. it was very cozy and warm and that is what inspired me to knit this because to be honest I never would have knit it just from the pattern neither would picture. I after I, it was after we saw it at stitches yeah, that it, I wanted to knit the it. pattern picture didn't inspire me it wasn't until I saw it in person and I think it's going to be a little I'm really going to have to think about working this into my wardrobe because it's an unusual piece and it's not something that I've worn before and I'm going to have to force myself to wear it. You I think so? Yeah. I, mean, I think not, once you get used to it, you're going to reach for it all oh, the time. probably. And I shouldn't say force myself to wear it in a bad way. It's just that I don't think about wearing oh, a poncho like slash shawl yeah. in this way because I've never had one before. So it'll be a stretch for me to work it in. Yeah. Color-wise and style-wise, I think it will fit right into my wardrobe. But I just won't think about it first because it gets a little cold out. I think I reach for a sweater or something. So it'll be good for me because I know that there are a lot of garments like this in the stores for fall. Yeah, I was telling Charlene that when we were in San Francisco, I saw a woman wearing a similar garment, obviously store-bought, and she had the point to the back, and it looked so elegant and stylish and i yeah. thought ooh, i need to finish yeah. my music so that i can wear one like that too <laughs> exactly so i think it's going to be a fun piece for me to challenge myself to not wear the same frumpy clothes in the fall well, i'm looking forward to that. when i finished my poncho i find that i reach for that a lot so i really think yeah. that you're gonna 
once you have worn it once exactly. or twice, you're going to default I, reach I for it. I think I will. There's no fiddling involved. Yeah, like you're exactly. You have to button it up and, you know, exactly. yeah, this just slips on and you yeah. go. And not like a traditional shawl where you have yes. to tie it or, or stick pin it through. Mm-hmm. Just like Hold I prefer it. cowls to shawls because you don't have to mess with them. Right. You put them on and then you go. <laughs> right. And then, let's see, the second thing I finished that I don't really have here is that blanket sample that I knit in the Dragonfly Fibers Traveler. That was a big sample. That was 1,600 yards. Wow. And that one has since been sent off to to wherever it's going to live. I'm not exactly sure where it's going to end up, but... <laughs> that would be cool if it was a booth sample and we got to yeah, see it I'm, in stitches. Yeah, I'm not sure. It may be. I'm not, to be it's honest, a pretty big booth sample. It's a around. big booth sample. So I... I really loved knitting with that yarn, and I loved the blanket. I really liked knitting blankets, or a blanket. I really had a good time knitting it. It was good, mindless knitting. I didn't have to think too much to do it. The The resulting piece was gorgeous, which is probably a result of the beautiful yarn, of course. And the beautiful knitting, of course. And the beautiful (laughs) pattern. But I I really enjoyed that. So now I'm kind of thinking I want to make another blanket. (laughs) I still want to make the blankets, the crocheted blankets that I was talking about. But I think I'm going to wait until the weather cools off. Yeah, that's true. Because it is a little uncomfortable to have the big, big blanket. Mine will be modular, so I won't have yeah, a huge pile of warm wool in my lap, but still. yeah. But I've only made small infant blankets before. This was definitely the largest blanket I have ever made, and I really enjoyed it. And when so. I crocheted a lot, I, I've crocheted a lot of blankets for people, like mm. housewarming and wedding gifts and things like that. So That's exactly what I was before I became about. a yarn snob, so it was affordable. <laughs> I could do it. You know, I could afford to do it. Now, baby blankets seem a lot more... Uh, appropriate yeah but that's exactly what i'm thinking of i need a a possible wedding or housewarming gift Mm -hmm. coming up and i'm thinking about doing the blanket yeah yeah Yeah. so and then the third thing that i have finished i'm also holding here in my arms is my rayoon sweater by kirsten johnstone i can't remember if i had i think you had just cast it on maybe yeah because i had seen some of it knit up and I was squeeing about the oh, yarn. okay. That's right. Yeah. So last time I had just cast it on. Like I said, I've been recovering, so I haven't been doing a lot. So I have had a lot of knitting time That's these good. past couple of weeks. And this is the result. Very this good. sweater. It's knit in Dragonfly Fibers Pixie Base, which is a single ply merino. The colorway is called Firecracker. So it has little many colors that you would see in fireworks actually up against a dark brown or gray more brown Brown. or gray background and it's really lovely really really lovely the sweater itself has a lot of ribbing detail that comes together in the back there's the ribbing kind of grows taller as it goes around the body and then decreases in the back and comes together really nice i was telling gail i'm i can't see the ribbing as well as you can in the sample 
used for the photographs for the pattern because my yarn is more variegated and I didn't think about that when I chose the yarn so had I thought about that I might have chosen a more solid yarn but when it's on you you can see that Detail. You can see the ribbing yeah. detail, yes. And you're the second person that's told me that. So it's not a total lost cause. No, no, But no. thinking about that, I I probably should have thought more about that. But, but it's a stunning sweater. But, it's yeah. absolutely stunning. I'm really happy. I really wanted to, uh, this style sweater in this color yarn because it's got so many. Of, it's got yellow. It's got pink. It's got a little bit of turquoise in there mm -hmm. all these colors showing up so i'll be able to wear it with a lot of things a lot of things it's looking at it right now i'd say it's one of my two favorite sweaters that you've knit oh really in the recent past this one and the spectrum 5200k oh i've loved both of the yarns the way they have almost a stained glass effect like if you stare yeah. at them and let your eyes go a little yeah. bit fuzzy oh my gosh there's just they're amazing. Yeah, this one especially because of the dark background. I felt the same way about Spectrum, though. Spectrum, I think, has more colors in it. It does. It's kind of like an oil slick on water. <laughs> yeah. Spectrum is. That's a Madeline Tosh colorway. And this one is not quite as oil slicky. But, oh, goodness, they're so pretty. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. And it looks fantastic on her as well. Thanks. Yep. Very yeah. flattering sweater. I'm. This will go into my queue immediately. I really like it. I'm already really, really sitting like here it. thinking, what yarn do I have at home? But no, Hitofude first. Oh, you know, and I meant to mention this before when you were talking about Hitofude. So just a little aside about Hitofude. I wore mine this week, and that is such a comfortable sweater. Everyone says that about it. It, I love it. You always mention that you like sweaters that stay in place. Yes. This one stays in place because of the construction. It's got the fold-over sleeves that mm -hmm. form the back. That just makes it drape perfectly, and it hangs properly, and it just stays in place. I think of that kind nice. of as a shrug with a skirt on it. And that's exactly what yeah. it is, and it just stays in place. See? I really like it. I I could wear another one. I could I could another have one. another one of those in another color, obviously. <laughs> Just because it's so comfortable. Yes, just... I'm looking forward to having that in my wardrobe. And I'm going to be knitting mine in a colorway called Seafoam Green. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit out of my color comfort zone. But I'm really looking forward to it. I think you'll wear it a lot. And that's actually a good way to get yourself to wear a different color. Because I think, <laughs> I really do, I think you'll wear this one a lot. Because it just it's so comfortable. I really like it. I'm excited. <laughs> so how about you? Have you finished anything? I haven't finished a single thing. Okay. Because I have the giant sweater in my lap and every project at home that's on the need on the needles is also a very big undertaking. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, and I think every one of them is nine hundred yards plus. Mm. So what was I thinking? <laughs> so many huge projects at the same time. What a ding dong. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so over ambitious. It just happens. It just happens. Yep. So today we're going to do What Am I Swatching? Since Charlene and I have both knit with what some people would call summer yarns recently, plant-based fiber yarns as opposed to animal-based wools and the such, 
we've both knit with some interesting to us yarns and we wanted to do a review of those for you guys in case anybody else was interested in trying them. And since you have two, do you want to go back and forth? You start and I go in the middle? That sounds fine. Okay. Well, I might do, I might talk about both of these at the same time actually okay. because there, there are some things that I want to compare between the two. Even though they're both linen yarns, they are very different. Go for it. There are two yarns from Quinson Company, both 100% organic linen. One is called Sparrow, and that is a six stitches to the inch gauge yarn at 168 yards to 50 grams. Whereas Kestrel is three and a half to four stitches to the inch gauge weighing in at 76 yards to 50 grams. So big, big difference in the gauge. Also the construction. The now, cons before you move on to construction, Charlene doesn't like to quantify yarns in terms of fingering, sport, etc. She often will tell people the gauge as opposed to the weight, but I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you if you had to say what weight that was, just as a general what oh, well, this it? one, I think they call this fingering. So that's the it's, sparrow, it's right? It's really thin. Yeah, the, the sparrow, sparrow is really thin. And the very, kestrel very thin. Is and the kestrel, I would classify as Aaron. That's what I think they said on their yeah. website, too. Okay, and the construction is very different. The construction is very different. The sparrow is plied. And let me unravel this. I believe it looks like four plies there. Yeah, it does. I'm surprised looking at it. Oh, yeah, you can see it's plied. Four plies, but even those plies are plied. Are plied. Yeah. So it might be an eight ply. Might be an eight. It's stiff. It's like twine. When Postal you... twine. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> and, and it feels very different from the kestrel, which is a ribbon yarn. It's actually not round. It's flat. And it has two sides. And it is chained. You look at the kestrel and you can see that it's been, I don't know, I get, chained is the only word that's coming to mind. It's been put together Chain by a machine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the kestrel, the funny thing about the kestrel is that some of the skeins were very different from each other. I knit a garment and I think I used... I think we went through 14 skeins between my swatching and the garment, maybe 13. And a couple of the skeins were wound so that the yarn came off the skein in the flat ribbon, just like you would expect it to. But then a couple of the skeins were wound so that I'm going to try to describe this. The flat ribbon was crinkled or folded hmm. on top of itself. I can visualize so that, that would be. Like if you take a, a piece of ribbon and then fold it over mm -hmm. and really bend it and then wrap it tightly around itself, that's how it came out. So you couldn't really unflatten it. Like you almost wanted to iron it? Yeah, but you can't. Right. It, you, can't. you know, you can't iron... 76 yards right. of <laughs> did it affect the look of the garment like the it, fabric it didn't ultimately because okay, i was knitting it into a stitch pattern but i think 
I think it might have if it were just plain stockinette. I'm mm. not sure. Like I said, I only used, a, you know, a relatively few skeins, so I can't... Only? 14 skeins well, is a lot. I mean, as as opposed to however many they produced, you know. Right. So well, I can't true. tell if a lot of them turned out like that, but just in the one bag that I had, some had that quality to it, the smushed, more smushed quality, and some didn't. So, I don't know. Something to look out for. I don't even know how to describe that or what words to use. It was very unusual. And did you have an unopened bag of the yarn that you opened and the skeins were different within the bag? You know, like Malabrigo comes in a bag of 10 skeins. Was it I something like that? I assume they were. Okay, but you didn't receive an unopened bag because you got it from the designer, right? Right. Okay. So, so it could I, have been they two were different... All, they were all the same dye lot. Okay, so... so. It's hard. It's hard to say. I saw some of this yarn even in another color. It looked different. So I think it was. It's different from perhaps batch to batch, which is which you can have in wool yarns too. I mean, yarns a yarn base is different from batch to batch. So when I knit the cast, oh no, the sparrow. So the fingering weight. The fingering weight. Non-chain, just the plied. In a swatch and then washed it. The first thing that I noticed was how biased the fabric was. And I know that Gail and I had talked about this, and it's a quality that apparently is known, linen is known for. It does bias. So I knit my swatch and then I washed it. After hand washing it, it was extremely, extremely biased. And then in frustration, it more biased after I washed it. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, interesting. And then in frustration, I put it in the washing machine and ran it through the washing machine, and that seemed to relax it a little bit. And then running it through the dryer even relaxed it a little bit more. So this is actually the swatch that I have here was hand washed once and then machine washed and dried and you can still see a I little see bit yeah, of the biasing. So it's definitely something that you have to take into account. I know that it's a known quality of linen and I know specifically Gail had mentioned, Gail and I had talked about how in the Knit FM podcast the Quince and Company folks had talked about that quality and how to pick garments that will help knowing that this is something that the yarn will do. Right. How, they said that they don't design garments knit in the round with right. linen. It's mostly a knit flat knit and in pieces. Because of that, yeah. Because right? you would want, I would think, small pieces that don't bias so much. I'm not sure how that would work, but it's just something I noticed. Yep. <laughs> so do you have swatching ratings? Oh, so if you, we haven't done a what are you swatching on the podcast in quite a while, and we have our own, we created these these categories ourselves just so that we could be consistent when we review yarn. So the first one is texture. Texture. It's very textural. I I think it's very textural. It's it feels it feels very textural to me, and it also shows shows every little uneven stitch that I have. (laughs) Well, I'm going to be brutally honest. I do not like the feel of linen yarn. 
to me, it's too rough on my hands. I know I would not like knitting with it at all. Yeah. I'm a big fat baby and I like to knit <laughs> with very soft yarn. So of course I'm going to get a different effect, but it is very textured and not in a way that I would want against my skin. Yeah. Maybe if and I washed it a couple well, more times. Well, I, I, I know, know it's supposed to change with, with washing. Right. And I was telling Gail, I have a couple woven fabric tops made out of linen that I cherish and adore and love and wear every season again and again and live in fear of them wearing out. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that that linen gets better with wash and wear. So it might be the same for this. Yep. I've only washed it twice. I, I don't know for sure. But in general, linen is a fiber that I like for garments. Whether I like a knit garment, I'm not sure because I haven't tried this particular yarn in an entire garment. But to get back to our ratings, texture, very textured, sheen. It has a little bit of a sheen. Yeah, it does. I'm surprised. The kestrel has a lot of texture to it because of the wove or the chain construction and that has a lot of sheen also. Let's see, fuzz factor, no fuzz. And then Gail mentioned wearability. It it has gotten softer. I th I think it would be okay against the skin. I'm making a crinkly face. Well, I think I'm a woven, baby though. I like woven really soft fabric, fabric linen. I prefer woven. Probably linen. feels yeah. Because I, I have a couple of linen shirts as well that are just fine. I, I like yeah. them a lot, but yeah. I think that <laughs> the texture of the yarn in my hands would is what will keep me. It will prevent me from knitting with linen like this. Yeah. I will try chain construction. I know that Knit Picks has a new linen base. I think it's called Lindy Chain, and it's right. a chain we were about linen. That. And Charlene and I both want to try that. So it's, it's a chained linen, but it's at a smaller gauge yeah, than fingering the fingering weight. I believe it's more like this gauge. Yeah, but chained, which is so. the the gauge with which we most frequently knit. Right. So, so I actually I'm looking forward to trying that one. Ooh, maybe if I find a color I like, I can knit Rayoon in linen. Yeah. Oh, that would be a nice one in linen. I think. <laughs> oh goodness. And then blockability. I think both. Both Kestrel and Sparrow need to be blocked heavily. And I have heard that you can take an iron to, I guess any linen you can take yeah. an iron to. Well, if you think about linen shirts, they have to be ironed right. pretty much. And then you put them on and three minutes later right. you can't tell you iron them anyways. <laughs> but I, I have been told that this yarn in particular, Sparrow, does well with ironing. To be honest, I'm not sure I necessarily want to knit a garment that requires that much yeah care that much care but you never know i i i do have an interest in trying the new linen yarn that you mentioned so that was it for linen i don't know if that's a thumbs up or a thumbs down it's just lots of my observations i actually like i said i really like linen for garments so I definitely think it's something worth trying. One thing about the Kestrel is that it's only 76 yards for 50 grams. So you have to think about how many yards you're going to use for your garment because it is a heavy yarn. It's very, very heavy. So that was another thing that I noticed when I was knitting with it. The garment seemed to get heavy 
very fast. Well, and I wonder how well linen holds its shape because if you have a heavy garment like that, I know for wool it would probably pull out of shape pretty easily so you'd need a lot of structure, a lot of seams, yeah. a lot of very rigid. I would I would imagine just like a woven fabric you could pop it back in the dryer and snap yeah. it into shape. It's true. <laughs> so that was my little my two cents about linen. Why don't you tell us about your cotton? Okay, I'm reviewing the Toluca Knit Coronado Cotton, which is what I knit my Liesel with. And I chose this because it is 100% cotton, and it's fingering weight, and it was an experiment. When I bought it, I knew, okay, I'm going to knit something, and it may stretch completely out of shape, and I may really end up disliking it. But I've been so pleasantly surprised with this yarn that I'm looking forward to knitting more with cotton. One of my previous 100% cotton experiences was actually the sitcom Chic Sweater by Bon Marie Burns that Charlene mentioned. She knit that with the same cottonese that is now her February Lady Sweater. <laughs> but I used a Knit Picks cotton. I think it was Shine, but I'm not sure. It was 100% mercerized cotton, and it stretched so much that I was so discouraged I didn't try cotton again for many years. So I was kind of expecting that to happen with this yarn just based on my previous experience. However, no stretching whatsoever. Of course, this is a very loose fitting garment as well. So it does, I'm sure, stretch throughout the day when I wear it, but it's not something I'm going to notice because of the nature of the garment. So I think maybe how you pair plant-based fibers or any yarn, of course, how you pair it with the garment is very significant and does you use a lot of thought if you're going to sub out a yarn. So this one, texture-wise, so for our self-created rating system for what are you swatching, the texture, it's very smooth and very soft. You could easily use this for any type of baby gift, I would say, because you can wash it. Anything like that where washability is important, it's high up there on the list. Sheen, it does have a very slight sheen, very slight. What, would you say it's a sheen from sitting across from me? Maybe no, it doesn't. Okay, I don't think it does. I think when I looked at it last, I was in a strange light. So no, but maybe okay, very, you know, very slight if you look at it close up. Yeah. But the garment as a whole, no, no sheen, right? And density, it's very lofty. I mean, it's very light. And fuzz factor, okay. There's no halo to it, but oh my gosh, did it pill? <laughs> <laughs> See, I rem every time I think about that. I'm surprised because you don't see it. Now. You can't see it now. So I'll get back to the, the pilling okay. in a moment. Wearability, high up. I, again, as I mentioned earlier, I will knit with this yarn again. Absolutely 100% sure of that because it is so soft. It's so light. It's not overheating. So for garments that you knit that you don't want to have as a heating function, Perfect. So I tend to not wear many hand knits during the summer because I get too warm with them. But this mm -hmm. is an actual garment I can wear around, feel comfortable, feel kind of stylish even. And I knit it and I'm not roasting or sweating and all of the above. So very high wearability rating. And what happened when I blocked it? So one of my goals with the cotton yarn was to be able to put it in the washing machine and the dryer. I figured if it's cotton, I should be able to wash mm -hmm. it and dry it. So that's exactly what I did with this sweater. I did put it in the gentle cycle. Do have a front-loading washing machine, if that has any significance, so it doesn't have an agitator in the middle, and put it in the dryer on low, 
the first time it came out of the dryer, it was covered in pills. I was almost heartbroken. I thought, oh, what have I done? You know, I shouldn't have washed it this way. I shouldn't, you know, oh, it's horrible. Picking balls of of pills off. And I had this giant pile of pills. So I thought, okay, well, at this point, what's it going to hurt to wash it again? So I did it again. Hardly any pills after the second one. I don't know it's because I handpicked most of them off, but there were hardly any pills the second time. So, and it's ridiculously soft. So maybe the second washing even helped it. Yeah. So uh, there's no negative to this yarn now that I can think of. You know, I'm except for it's harder to find. (laughs) Yeah. Now that I think about it, I made a sweater out of Pacucho cotton years and years ago. And that cotton felt a lot like your cotton. And I remember wearing it. And I think the first year even that I wore it, it pilled a lot, a lot. And then it stopped. Okay, so it has a finite... So maybe it has to... Maybe there's a fuzz factor that wears out. Okay. I don't know. I'm hoping that's what it is because, like I said, after the second washing, I was much, much happier with it. And I don't see pills on it when I look at it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, hardly any this time. And I have picked some off. I'm not going to say it was pill free, but very happy with it. And because of the success of knitting with this cotton, there is another cotton. It's a Knit Picks yarn again. I think it's called Comfy Sport. Several episodes ago, I was stocking a tank top that I'm still stocking called the Opulent Tank, I think it was. And it was knit in the Knit Picks Comfy Sport, which is very economical. You can knit the whole tank top in like $30 or something. And I was hesitant because I had the bad experience with the Knit Picks cotton years mm-hmm. and years ago. So I'm kind of shy, you know, gun shy. <laughs> I don't really know if I want to go that way. But I'm thinking, you know, a $30 experiment, if I can wear it like a I, like I'm wearing this, knit it to a tunic length and wear it over leggings and stuff. Heck, why not? Yeah. So that's pretty much what I'm thinking about. Yeah. So women. yeah, I'm thinking maybe try their Lindy chain. That's the Lindy chain. I think is what it's called. Yes, their it linen, is. It their is. new linen fingering chain construction yarn, and the comfy sport for that opulent tank. Sounds like a good plan. Yeah, I think I'm going to try it. And then (laughs) if we do, we will let you know what we think of those yarns when we try it. That sounds like a good plan. All right, so that's what we've been swatching. And a little recap of the knit along, which is going strong. It's going strong. Super happy. And guess what? The Magnolia sweater in my lap has cognac in it. One of the colors of fall from Pantone. So I didn't even realize that initially when I thought I wanted to knit the sweater, but it does indeed have that color in it. And I don't know if, I think this is almost misty mauve. The little, the lighter spots of the purple are misty mauve. So I actually have a Colors of Fall sweater that's almost done. Now I'm going to have to style it. Oh, your sweater. Yes. It's the sweater she's knitting right now. Yeah. So Colors of Fall, and I did finish my drifting, and I apologize, I have not done FO pictures in so long. I, I am either. so far behind. I'm behind. I'm behind on Ravelry messages. I, I need to get caught up on my online business. Yeah, so please <laughs> forgive us for our, our tardiness in our pictures. I'm going to, when this one is blocked and ready, excuse me, I have a tickle in my throat. I'm trying not to cough. I will definitely catch up on all my finished object pictures. My kids have not been available 
to take pictures for me because they've been so busy this summer. <coughs> Excuse me. And they are my photographers. So when they are once again free, and of course now that we have the puppy, everything's more interesting than taking pictures of mommy and her of course. And come on. <laughs> so of course. And I did put some pictures of the new puppy who is Lucy up in the July chatter thread. So I'm going to try not to bombard you all because I could sit here and talk for hours about how <laughs> precious my new dog is, but this is a knitting podcast, not a pet <laughs> podcast. So we did pick her up. She is adorable and pictures are in the thread. So did you have anything to add about the knit along other than how awesome all the chatter is? I don't. I'm just enjoying reading everybody's messages and I really thank everybody for participating and I apologize for not being present much for the past couple of weeks but hopefully as my energy increases you will hear from me more yeah you have carte blanche to not (laughs) come on so again thanks for all your participation I'm actually looking at her finished rayoon and there's definitely cognac in there yes you totally have yes colors of fall yeah See, now we have to get together and figure out how to style things. Right. (laughs) That'll be fun. But I really really love seeing people's styled pictures. Well, I got a new pair of shoes that's supposed to arrive today or tomorrow that are like aluminum gray. So that was part of the overall plot because (laughs) I also intend to knit, I think I mentioned this last episode, a top, just an easy top in aluminum gray and a three-color shawl that will be Misty Mauve, the Royal Blue, and Aluminum. And now my new shoes will go with the whole look. So (laughs) I might actually be somewhat stylish in the fall. I have my fingers crossed. So thank you so much for listening. That's the end of the episode. And happy knitting. Happy knitting, everybody. Bye. Bye. You can find us on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a growing Ravelry group, and you can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs. Goodbye and good knits.